Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. I want to read today. I'm going to start at Philippians uh, chapter 2 and then jump around a little bit here. But I want to talk to you about uh, are you looking to preserve your life or have your life poured out? So let's read here Philippians chapter 2 and verse uh, 5. And it says, Let the same attitude and purpose and humble mind be in you, which was in Christ Jesus. Let him be your example in humility, who, although being essentially one with God and in the form of God, possessing the fullness of the attributes which make God God, did not think this equality with God was a thing to be eagerly grasped or attained, but stripped himself of all privileges and rightful dignity so as to assume the guise of a servant, in that he became like men and was born a human being. And after he had appeared in human form, he abased and humbled himself still further and carried his obedience to the extreme of death, even the death of the cross. Therefore, because he stooped so low, God has highly exalted him and has freely bestowed on him the name that is above every name. And then verse 17, it says, Even if my lifeblood, this is Paul, even if my lifeblood must be poured out as a drink offering on the sacrificial offering of your faith to God, still I am glad to do it and congratulate you all on your share in it. You know, for us, there's an, there's in our society, there's an entitlement thing. You know, it's like, and just in life, you know, oh, no, I deserve that. Uh, how come they get to sit there? I've been here longer. I should get to sit there. People have this way of looking at things on a, on a ranking system of like, this is the way it should be. There's, there's, you go into a, uh, you go, <laughs> you go into a room and you look around and you see, you know, especially for me being in sales, you look around and you see, all right, who's the person, if anyone's going to get honored, who's the person, am I the one with the most sales or is there someone else that's here with the most sales that people, you know, there's, there's that thing of, of, of ranking and status. And here you see Jesus who took his life and, and he, although he was equal with God, said, I'd rather, because the Father sent me, go and do what he sent me to do. And then when it came down to it, he, he humbled himself even further. He had a rightful dignity in his position, but he humbled himself even further. And so for us as people of God, it's the same calling that Christ has called us to. We've been called to pour out our life for the gospel and for the kingdom of God. And in today's society, you don't see that from people, especially in the Christian world. You see people just, oh, you know, can I, they ask questions like, can I do this? Can I do this thing and still be a Christian? What are you doing? What's your motivation if you're asking, how, how much can I get away with and still go to heaven? And so the motivation's all turned around. But when you look at Jesus and at the life of Paul and the, and the people who God used, it was because they were willing to be poured out. We live in a time where people want to preserve their life. They're looking for the fountain of youth. They want to live forever. They, you know, if they could just put me in a cry, there's people who've paid to be put in a cry. They've died and put me in a cryo chamber, my body, so that when you guys figure out how to make man live forever, I can come back. You know, you see where people are trying to preserve their life. You look at most people's motivation in this in this world. Uh, you know, I'd like to get live a good life. You know, I'd like to be. Uh, somewhat successful. I'd like to have a better car next year than I did this year. And six years after that, I'd like to have a better car even then. And, and, and you see people's motivation. But when your motivation, when you can look at the word of God and say, God, the only reason I'm here on this earth, time is short. You're coming back soon. We're going to have the millennial reign. We'll have all of eternity to, to enjoy our lives. Lord, I'm only here on this earth to do what you've called me to do. Lord, pour me out as a drink offering to serve you. 
Lord, let my life be in service to somebody else. And then go to 2 Corinthians um, chapter 9. I, I had the privilege last night to preach the offering at the stand. So it's night 223. I encourage you to go back and watch it. Night 223. Um, and this is the passage that I used. And 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 uh, I want you to see this. 2 Corinthians 9, 6, a familiar verse. But it says, remember this. I'm going to read from the Amplified. He who sows sparingly and grudgingly will also reap sparingly and grudgingly. And he who sows generously, that blessings may come to someone, will also reap generously and with blessings. So what is it saying? The purpose, the aim for giving should be that blessings may come to somebody. Yes, we give with an expectation to receive from God. You know, when you give of your life, God will multiply you. God will increase you. God will bless you. But when your focus is, oh, I want, I want to be blessed. When your focus is, here, I'm going to give so God can make me rich. You know, there's an expectation, but the but the motivation of the heart is, Lord, I just want to see people affected. Uh, I just want to see people receive eternal life. I just want blessings. I want to give of myself. I want to give of my time. I want to give of my life so that blessings may come to someone. Lord, I'm not looking to preserve my life just for my own kingdom's sake. I'm looking to have my life poured out for your gospel. I'm looking, and 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 I know not everyone watching, listening to this is going to be a preacher and where your life is poured out uh, on the altar. You know, not everyone listening to this is going to be a martyr of the gospel, right? I understand that. There will be some, I believe there may be some people listening who will be martyrs, end time martyrs, and your life will literally be poured out. But for all of us, we have a certain time left. We have certain talents and abilities. And what is our aim in life? When your aim becomes, Lord, I want to see the kingdom of God advanced. I want to have my life poured out so other people can know you. That's when you hook up with the heart of God. God said, I'm giving more time so that more people can can be saved. And when you hook up with the same thing, Lord, I just want to use my life every day so that I can win souls. Start start today. I mean, if you, if you even just decide, all right, today, Lord, every day this year, Send someone in my path that I can share the gospel with. Lord, send somebody to me that I can share the gospel with. And you start becoming a soul winner or you pick up, you know, you're, you pick it up as a soul winner. Many of you have been soul winners, but maybe you've, maybe you've slowed down. Lord, let this time now be that I'm more motivated for your kingdom and you're using my life more for your kingdom than ever before. And then if you're going out to work, Lord, increase me so that I can be more of a blessing. If we keep reading here, I'm going to go down to verse Uh, verse 10, and God who provides seed for the sower and bread for eating, listen to this, will also provide and multiply your resources for sowing. Who would say, man, I'd be happy if God multiplied my resources. Well, what does he say? Multiply the resources for what? For sowing. The purpose must be that I want to keep giving. I'm not giving to get rich so I can be rich. I'm giving so I can give and keep giving and keep giving and keep giving. God takes people on this journey of multiplying your resources as long as your focus is, Lord, I want to give. 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 I'm going to give where I'm at. I'm going to give when I get when I, when I I get more. And when I get more and when I get the most, I'm going to keep giving. And that's the hard attitude of God towards us. And that's, our, that's the attitude of the gospel. Lord, use my life. Lord, where can my talents serve you? Use my life for your glory. Lord, let me be used for your glory. 
Lord, don't let my life, don't let the days of my life come to an end. And I didn't do anything for anybody else. That was all for my kingdom. Lord, how can my life be poured out as an offering, first of all, to you, to say thank you for what you've done, but then that I can have eternal fruit. You know, for me, is one of the greatest motivators in my life is that when I stand before the Lord that I have something to show for my life. The greatest is probably to please the Lord. Lord, I just want to please you. I'll do whatever. To, I will obey you in anything. But Lord, I want to please you. But you know what You know what for me is terrifying? Is getting to heaven and not have anything to show for your life. To know the Lord, to know the truth, to know that we're supposed to win souls and still not have any fruit. You know, I just didn't do it. I was scared. That's That's got to be the worst. I mean, the worst feeling for a born-again person on, on Judgment Day. You know, the, the, you're going to heaven, so ultimately he'll wipe away tears from your eyes. But imagine having a whole life and have no fruit. So you start today. Lord, today I'm going to take up my cross. Yes, it may be uncomfortable. Yes, it may be difficult. But Lord, I'm going to take up my cross and I'm going to follow you. Father, pour my life out as, as a drink offering. Use my life. Lord, while I'm on this earth, any resources I have, And you know what the Lord does with people like that? He increases you. So it isn't like he just depletes you and then you're done and you got nothing left. He increases you. So the people who who give of themselves, he gives them more strength. It's like this thing, the more that you give of yourself, the more you have. The more you have to give. As long as your motivation says, Lord, how can I help more people? Pastor Rodney on his Instagram a couple days ago, people were asking questions and and they said, what tips would you give to a young minister? For, 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 or something like that. Do you want to, to stand the test of time? Your ministry stood the test of time. What's been your, you know, what has been the principles? And one of the things he said is, I just, I just want to help as many people as I can. And that's what I've seen from Pastor Rodney. Just helps people left and right. Just helps as many, just help people, help people. When you wake up today, Lord, how can I be a blessing to people? You know, we do this podcast to be a blessing to you. We don't charge. We don't put ads on so we can make money. This is so we can be a blessing to you. My reward is from God. We do this so God, so f- to honor God and to be responsible for what he's given us. Lord, how can we be a greater blessing? When I wake up praying for the, the Bible school, praying for the body of Christ, praying for the church members, pay, praying for my leaders. Why? So I can be a blessing to them. So that blessings can come to somebody else. I love you. God bless you. Thanks for joining us on the podcast. We'll see you on the next podcast. If this podcast has helped you, if you would share it on your social media, that helps us be a blessing to somebody else. We love you. God bless you.